I don't ask anybody's question but yours. Is he in? He is! Dungey with another touchdown run! Because you're an idiot. It's not how tall, it's how long, and Warwick got a piece of that. And really, a disloyal person. And a few other things I could add, but I'll, I'm not going to. Ennis, two seconds. He'll get a shot off on the way. Got it! He hit it! He hit the shot! All right, we welcome you back to the Locked On Syracuse podcast. We've got a fun episode planned for you today. Dylan Markowitz, one of the quarterback signees in this 2020 class for Dino Babers. And Syracuse is on the line. Tim Leonard here with you. Dylan, thanks so much for joining us. How exciting was it to finally put pen to paper and officially join the Orange? Uh, It was a really exciting moment for me and my family, um, you know, just to see all the hard work and Everything we've worked towards, you know, pretty much my whole life and uh, a dream really coming true for me, is, you know, it's a big deal. And um, I couldn't have picked a better place to be going than Syracuse. So you're from Dallas, Texas, obviously a little ways away from Syracuse, a little warmer climate. But this was kind of a late process ad, getting Syracuse in the fold, getting the offer late from you. So some fans, I think, are a little bit unfamiliar with your game. How would you describe your strengths, and what you bring to the table as a quarterback. Yeah, so, I mean, first and foremost, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a quarterback. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compete my butt off, and I'm going to be the best leader I can be. I think those are uh, two of the most important things you can have uh, these days, being a quarterback. Um, as far as my game goes, I would describe myself as more of a pro-style quarterback. I like to think I have a big arm and can make all the throws on the field, but um, me being a bigger body guy, I can take the hits. And, um, you know, I can I can move around pretty good, and I, I like to describe myself like a, a gunslinger. So, uh, you know, playing football and playing quarterback are, you know, things I love. Well, you put up some pretty big numbers down there in a good part of high school football country in Dallas. And I know your relationship with the new offensive coordinator, Sterling Gilbert, was really important. You've talked about that. How valuable to you is it to have that relationship with an offensive coordinator already kind of in hand going into this process? Yeah, that's huge. And that was probably the biggest part of um, my decision to come up to Syracuse and commit there. Um, You know, the biggest part, I think, uh, you know, in an offense is the relationship between the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. You know, that's probably the most um, important relationship you know, between player and coach, there is and probably any game. Um, so <clears throat> the fact that I had a relationship with Coach Gilbert prior to Syracuse recruiting me and, um, you know, just him being a Texas boy and um, having someone to relate to up all the way in New York, is it's a big thing. And He's a great guy. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to get to work with him over the next couple of years. And for Syracuse fans, we don't really know a whole lot about Sterling Gilbert. We know he used to work with Dino Baber. So what is he like in terms of his coaching philosophy? Yeah, um, you know, I think every good offensive coordinator, you know, they, you want to establish the run first, but then, you know, you want to air it out. And I think that's that's him perfectly said. You know, he wants, he wants to establish a good run game, but then he wants to get the pass game going. Um what I did in high school is really, really similar to what he does, and I think that's why Syracuse is such a great fit for me and why uh, I think he is such a great offensive coordinator you know, for me. And um, Yeah, I mean, just the easy transition into the next level for me, I think it's going to be really easy with him and with his style, and um, I'm really excited to work with him. 
I'm curious, growing up in Texas and playing high school football down there, I'd imagine you weren't really keen to watch a lot of Syracuse football. So what did you know about Syracuse, maybe when you were a junior and senior, and when did it become sort of real that, okay, this could be the school for me? Yeah, so if you would have probably told me two or three years ago that I would be going to play football at Syracuse, I would I'd probably have looked at, looked at you crazy. But uh, <laughs> what a lot of people don't know about me up there is, uh, so my parents are from Rochester. Um, I have a bunch of family that lives just south of Buffalo, all Crazy Bills fans. Um, my grandparents are from up there, and they live down here now. So they are, you know, up there, Syracuse is like the only – the only show in town. To oh, yeah. <laughs> so everyone, everyone Syracuse fans up there. So, you know, to them, Syracuse is huge. But me, you know, being born and raised Texas, I didn't know much about it other than I would hear, you know, all the people up in New York talking about, you know, Syracuse football, Syracuse basketball. And um, so, yeah, that's always been there for me. And then <clears throat> when Coach came down and, um, you know, when they heard that they came down and I was on a visit up there and that they offered me, you know, they were they were going crazy and, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy deal that I have family from up there. So for my parents, it's basically going to be a a home a homecoming for them. So you know, they're all my family and my parents and grandparents are all really excited about me uh, choosing Syracuse. Wow, that worked out great. Then, do you remember watching Syracuse football at any point throughout high school or growing up, seeing any of the games recently under the Dino Babers era or anything like that? I mean, how could you not? Uh, the game that beat Clemson right. think, two seasons ago, I mean, that's a, that's a classic. Yeah, for sure. So that's cool to hear that you've got some family ties. And obviously you've got a kind of a strange family because you have a twin brother who I believe is going to play at Texas State, right, and played in the same high school as you. And then you've that's also correct. got a, another set of twins. So what's it like yeah. growing up with two younger brothers or two younger twins and then a twin brother as well in a family like that? Yeah, it's uh, it's something different, that's for sure. You know, it's not something that a lot of people get to experience. But uh, you know, you hear that uh, having brothers, you know, makes you tougher and more competitive. And I would say that's that's for sure the case in our house. Uh, I'd say we beat the dog out of each other a lot. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're we're all uh, each other's best friends, and um, you know, we make each other better. You know, I don't know how many games of backyard or street football that we've played in our time, and you know, just we, you know, my little brothers learn from our older brothers, and it, it, it's just a really good environment here. And you know, it's hard on mom sometimes, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, I bet. <laughs> but she she makes it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. So everyone in your family plays football. Yep, all four boys are played played play football. My dad played at uh, up in Rochester. He went to college up there, and he played ball for two years in college. So. Football's a big thing for our family. So is your dad giving you any insight into the uh, snow that you're getting ready to go up to here? <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've visited up there. In the, I usually prefer to go up there to visit in the summertime, but I've I've gone up there in the wintertime, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be something new for me, that's for sure. But uh, you know, new is not necessarily bad, and uh, you know, I'm excited to take on a new adventure. Yeah, I uh, grew up in North Carolina and went to Syracuse, and I heard it from uh-huh. everyone when I when I decided to go there, but you know you get get a new wardrobe, you make it, you'll be fine yeah. at the end of the day. It's <laughs> it's changed, but like you said, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing overall. Yeah. So, 
yeah. meeting Coach Babers, I'm curious because we see the speeches afterwards. We see the personality that he is off the field. What was it like meeting him for that first time? Yeah, I mean, right away, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I got a little bit of humor myself, and right away, you know, he, I could tell he had a little bit of humor, and uh, you know, we kind of hit it off. I mean, he's a, uh, he's a very, you know, make it happen type of guy, and he mixes a little humor there, and you know, that's exactly what I was looking for in head coach. You know, someone who's going to be, a, most importantly, a great leader of men and a, and a team and a coaching staff, but also someone who can, you know, have a little fun and be a little loosened up some of the time, and. Uh, you know, that was very important to me, and um, obviously what his coaching resume and that he's an offensive-minded coach was a big thing for a quarterback. Um, you know, seeing head coaches that have coached, you know, guys like Jimmy Garoppolo is, uh, is a huge deal, and, you know, listening to what his plans are for me and everything, is it was all very appealing, and, uh, you know, I'm fired up to work with him as well. Well, you touched on the plans there. Has the coaching staff brought up anything in terms of what they want you to work on in your game or how they see you sort of fitting in in terms of the offensive style Syracuse has? Yeah, they think I'd fit in perfectly. And uh, Coach Gilbert, you know, new, not necessarily new, but, um, you know, because what Coach Babers does already is really what Coach Gilbert has done in the past. Um but, yeah, they think I fit in perfectly. Uh, you know, as far as what I need to work on, I mean, <clears throat> you know, you can never have too much arm strength these days or uh, you can never be fast enough in the quarterback position. I would say the biggest thing for me is probably getting in there and putting on some weight <clears throat> and getting a little stronger, um, you know, just because taking that level, you know, the jump from playing against high school kids to Power 5 ACC college players is a huge deal. So, you know, putting on some weight and some extra strength can't hurt you. And, um Keep working my accuracy and arm strength um, are two things that you know I, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied with is my accuracy and arm strength. You know I always want to improve those things. So um, yeah, I mean I want to get in there and compete right away for the spot and uh, do everything I can in my ability to make that happen. More to come here from Dylan Markowitz on the Locked On Syracuse podcast. Next up, we talked to Dylan about his mindset throughout this recruiting process and how it got tough at times. Really inspiring stuff that you won't want to miss. All right, now back to our interview with Dylan Markowitz, the 2020 quarterback signee for Syracuse. Where were you when you got the Syracuse offer for the first time and found out about it, and what was that moment like? Yeah, so we were touring the uh, Syracuse football weight room, actually, and we were all in there, and uh, Coach Babers came in the weight room and kind of whistled at me, and he told me to come over. Just me. He didn't want my parents to hear anything, <laughs> He brought me over, and he just looked at me and kind of grinned, and I was like, what? He's like, you know, you got an offer from here, right? And I just kind of laughed. And, uh, and he's like, Shh. he's like, don't freak out, don't freak out, don't freak out. He didn't want to tell my parents until later at dinner. It was funny, though. I'll, wow. I'll probably remember that moment for the rest of my life. He's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. And I know there was yeah. a good article down in Dallas about your sort of mindset throughout this recruiting process and how – You've technically gone from a zero-star guy to a three-star guy now with this offer on 247sports.com, but you still have that mindset in your head of a zero-star guy. Can you kind of explain what the whole process was like and why you have that sort of chip on your shoulder? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, my story is something that, um, you know, it wasn't easy. It wasn't ideal, but at the end of the day, it's made me – 
not only into the player I've become, but I mean the man and the work ethic that I've formed is, you know, largely due to, you know, my story through high school football. So as um, as a freshman, there was a kid a year older than me that was, he was a year older than me, and he was the summer quarterback. Um, I came in as a freshman and ended up just splitting time with him. He ended up being a different style quarterback. He was a, you know, true dual threat guy, more of a pro style. So I ended up splitting time with him for uh, all the way through my junior season. So obviously, you know, getting recruited with, you know, average stats and, you know, nothing really to sh- too much to show for is it's a hard deal. And um, obviously not getting that junior tape of, you know, being the only guy is a huge deal. So when a lot of those colleges like to take quarterbacks after their junior season. So <clears throat> I knew it was going to be tough. So, I knew I had to come out this year and show everyone that I should have been the guy the last couple of years. So I um, I went out this year and had the huge year I had and led the state of Texas through, you know, through we stop, until we stopped playing and, and passing yards and set every record possible pretty much for, you know, around the Dallas area. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that, um, you know, it's hard to trust you know, trust the process has always been my biggest thing and believe what God is doing for you. So, uh, you know, I always believed in those things. And my parents were, you know, the people at home that were always keeping me, you know, keeping me pushing and getting me to work harder. But, you know, when you're not getting those college looks and you know the type of caliber player that you are, it, it's really hard. So, um, you know, I went out and had the year I had and uh, all the success I had. And, you know, it's good to see that everybody's, you know, obviously I was a zero-star guy, so, when Syracuse offered me, I was a zero-star guy, so that that was a, a big deal. Like you said, you said in the article, um, you know, getting offered as from Power Five school as a zero-star is a, you know, the critics will write you, write <laughs> give uh, Coach Baber some heat for that. So, um, you know, that's a big deal. And uh, you know, with Syracuse being the first offer, of course, everybody's going to start running in late. So, as soon as Syracuse offered me, you got a bunch of other schools texting me and wanting to come see me throw and all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, it, it was really just a leap of faith by Coach Babers and everybody to uh, take a chance on the zero star kid. And, uh, you know, with that chip on my shoulder thing, I uh, I, I just think that, uh, you know, I've never – I didn't have my chance for three years, and my recruiting process wasn't ideal. And uh, it just it made me into the person that player I am today, and I'm going to carry that into college, and I'm going to – you know, I'm competitive as heck, and uh, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to show up and compete for that spot. That's a really awesome story, man. Really inspiring mm-hmm. stuff from Dylan Markowitz. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point where you thought maybe this just, you know, D1 football isn't going to be the case? And obviously now you can look back on it and sort of smile if, if that was the case at one point. Yeah. Yeah, so as much as I want to sit here and say that, uh, I didn't consider that, but yeah. I mean, you know, when you got to the first signing day here in, here in December and nothing, you know, nothing's really, you have some double, I had a couple double A interests, but, um, you know, I would just hear from coaches and, and my, you know, I would talk to my dad and I had like mentors and stuff. They're like, no, you're not, you're not a double A player. You're a, you're a power five quarterback. You just didn't have the chances. And, uh, you just gotta wait for the, you just gotta wait for the right opportunity. And, um, so I had some walk on. 
I had some walk-on opportunities, but you know they're still telling me, you know, you're a scholarship kid. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be a power five quarterback, and you know it's so hard to to um I don't know when you're getting so close and you're like, gosh, you gotta start. You know, if football ain't gonna happen, you gotta start applying for colleges. You gotta you, can, you know you gotta go to school somewhere next year, and you gotta make something happen. So uh, you know, I, I was getting really worried about that and anxious about all that. And, you know, there was a couple nights where I, you know it kept me awake at night and. Just a, just a hard deal, really. And then, uh, you know, I heard that Syracuse was going to come watch me throw down here, and uh, I did everything in my power after that to make sure that I would not, uh, I would not let that opportunity slip through. And uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm really thankful for uh, Coach Babers offering a zero star kid. Yeah, that's really cool. So when they decided to come down and watch you throw, what's kind of going through your mind then? Because this is obviously sort of a chance for you, but I imagine that's kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah, I mean, being a quarterback, you know, I, playing, especially playing down here in Texas high school football, you, you play on big stages all the time. Um, you know, pressure is really not a thing that phases me. Um, you know, I just kind of look at it as I'm going to go do my best and give my very best. And, you know, if it's a fit, it's a fit. And um, I went out there and did my thing. And, um, you know, Coach Babers and Coach Gilbert liked what they saw. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's uh, that's what it was. Coming up, we get to know Dylan off the field, what he likes to do down there in Texas, and also an interesting relationship that led to Sterling Gilbert seeking out Dylan and meeting him for the first time. That's next. So what now will you be working on, or what sort of your mindset from here until when you get on campus? What are your daily routine and how you're uh-huh. going to get ready for college football? Yep, so I just started a college prep workout course. Uh, a bunch of my guys in my school, uh, we have a tight end committed to Auburn. My brother going to play college. And then a couple guys out of Allen High School just down the road. Uh, all the world working out now. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty hard workout. We started on Monday, and I, I'd be lying to you if I said I could walk perfectly right now because I'm so sore. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we're getting after it. And, I, uh, you know, we started – Started throwing again. I got some receivers that are going to play college football too, so we're all throwing again. And um, you know, I'm talking to Coach Gilbert about things that I can do to, you know, fully prepare me for when I get up there. Because once I get up there, I'm 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 going to be ready to roll, and I want to roll, and I want to I want to jump right in, and you know, I want to I want to go beat somebody out. So you know, I'm I'm a competitive kid, and uh, I'm going to do everything I can to get ready now. So when I'm there, it's it's an easy transition. You mentioned the stage that you play on, playing high school football in Texas, and we see the stadiums on Twitter and everything like that. How many people roughly would go to a home game, and what was the atmosphere like? Yeah, so I would say a home game for us is probably around 10,000 people. Um, if it's a crosstown rival game, you're, you're getting up towards, you know, thirteen to 15,000 people. Wow. Um, you know, it's big-time stuff, and... Uh, Playing in a seventy million dollar stadium is is truly a blessing, and you know I'll probably never understand uh, really uh, how great and blessed I really was to play in that um, great high school stadium. But uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it's electric in there, and it's uh, you know I think that's going to help prepare me for going to play you know ball up at Syracuse in the dome. Um, you know, big 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 crowds and big pressure ain't ain't going to phase me because I've played in it for a numerous amount of years, and um, Texas high school football prepares uh, high school kids better than anywhere else in the country. So when you came up, did you get a chance to see the Dome? Because I imagine you haven't been to a game there, right? 
No, I've not been to a game. Yeah, it's like so it's under renovations right now, but they they still got me in. Yeah, I I toured the dome. I got inside, and it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. And you'll get to see it now with uh, after the new renovations in the off season here. So that's a really cool time to come up mm-hmm. and see the dome for sure. So a couple more questions here before we let you go off the field. What are some things that you like to do in your spare time? Yep. So I'm a I'm a big outdoorsman. Hunting and fishing has got uh, my name. And, uh, I've done that ever since I was little, and um, you know it's a it's a big passion for mine. Uh, I love spending time with my friends. I get a bunch of my boys that we are always up to something. And um, the other than that, we we got a lake house out in East Texas that uh, we love to spend the weekends on. It's beautiful out there, you know, wakeboarding, tubing, you know, all that stuff. We do it all, and uh, you know, it's a blast. Yeah, that that sounds very Texas. That answer right there, yeah. but that's funny. Yeah. So, are you a Cowboys yeah. fan? I am a big Dallas Cowboys fan. I figured. What's your uh, take on Dak right now and everything that's been going on today here on Wednesday? Yeah, uh, Dak's my boy. You know, we need we need to pay we need to pay him, and uh, you know, he's almost too nice of a guy to ask for you know to say no to a franchise tag or everything or anything like that. He's just too much of a team guy, which in today's NFL, you almost you know have a little selfishness in you, I guess. To, to get the money you deserve. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to pay him, get that all done with, and uh, just establish him as our franchise guy because he is. We finally got our new coach, and uh, we need to start rolling now. Yeah. You excited about McCarthy? I am excited about McCarthy. I think uh, he'll bring a new offensive pace that we you know, we lacked in the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we're keeping Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator because I think he did some good things. But I just don't think Jason Garrett was – um, the leader we needed, I think he was a Jerry Jones pleaser, which is kind of a problem <laughs> down here. You know, the head coach has to please Jerry too, but I think we're we're kind of pushing it now with McCarthy, so I like it. Yeah, I I, I agree with that take completely. So, how would you yeah. compare your offense that you run in your high school? I guess that's wrapped up now, but down in Texas to the Syracuse style of offense, because I know a lot of people have made the comparison that that's a good transition for you that you're going to come from sort of a air raid style offense to Syracuse. Yep, so funny story that a lot of people don't know is my offensive coordinator in high school actually um, has a relationship with Coach Gilbert, and they, I mean, my offensive coordinator has taken a numerous amount of things out of Coach Gilbert's offenses. Hmm. So it's funny because when I was up there on my official visit, me and Coach Gilbert were sitting there watching film of, you know, all the stuff they do, and I'm like, oh, we run that play, oh, we run that play, oh, we run that play too, oh, yeah, we do that, you know, we, we do it all. I think, uh, obviously, at the college level, you have to have a little more than what we have at the high school level, so obviously, I would, I would pretty much call Coach Gilbert and Babers offense, uh, the, the offense I run in high school on steroids, pretty much, it's, uh, just, you know, it's, it's really, really similar, and, you know, like I said, that's what was one of the biggest things that was so appealing about Syracuse is just, um, you know, being my style of football and being, you know, the right fit for the type of player I am. And, um, you know, that's it's something that I'm really excited about. And uh, it's an offense that I really loved in high school and, you know, I want to learn more about. And so I think that, you know, going to the college level, I'm going to get, you know, a lot more about it and get a lot more chances to uh, – 
do different sort of things within within that stuff. And um, yeah, I'm I'm stoked up because it's going to be an easy transition for me, and I'm ready. Well, I can tell you that a lot of people around here in Syracuse are very stoked that you chose the Orange Deal. And thanks so much for the time today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Some really good stuff there from Dylan Markowitz, and we appreciate the time. Guy that I, the more I read up on him, the more I talk to him, I really do feel like he could be a hidden gem in this class. Just the way he carried himself there in that interview. Very polished, very beyond his years, which is all good things to see from just a senior in high school, especially when you're talking about the quarterback position. So tomorrow on the Locked On Syracuse podcast, Tyler Aki is back. I will not be on with him. Instead, Matthew Gutierrez from The Athletic will join Tyler, and they will discuss Florida State and that big basketball game for Syracuse as they try to get back into the bubble conversation. So that is tomorrow. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. And thanks for listening. As always, we'll talk to you guys soon.